0: we're joined now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramachibela. Let's take a look at the markets. Asian stocks rising, Clive. Uh, The regional benchmark index rebounding from three-year lows. So it's looking much better than it did at the beginning of the week.
1: It does look a little better, but let's not put it uh, aside that we did have a terrible week uh, right from the Monday. In actual fact, if you even include the week before, it's been very, very difficult for the Asian markets. They did rise. Which brought some, uh, uh, I suppose, some uh, positive sentiment into the market once again earlier this morning. I think it has to do. (laughs) I'm going to be hit hard for this. I think it has something to do with policies that were heard being discussed at the WEF. I think it does because um, a number of things happened yesterday that were significant to the the global uh, economic um, rise that we're going through. Especially after we heard uh, uh, Mr. Super Mario himself saying that. They are going to continue with stimulus. They will look at measures how to make sure that they sustain the Eurozone. Note that Asia Pacific's Akina index gained 1.6% here today. Uh, the goal is the also in the, heading for its third week of losses amid turmoil in the Chinese market that we spoke about so much uh, throughout the whole week. You've just said it yourself. The lowest that we have ever seen now is running away from us. This, being this, this, uh, this is the brand crude oil price, which is now uh, going into the 27th, uh, $27 mark, uh, which is quite incredible. Uh, that is per barrel, obviously. So the European Central Bank will voice out support for March. Uh, while well, China, also the Vice President of China, also mentioning some significant changes that they need to do to make sure that they stabilize the economy there. So very interesting times that we're living in, you know, indeed.
0: And then um, Barclays, they've been in the news this week, uh, CEO deepening the cuts at the Investment Bank here. So, so let's just talk about that for a moment, Clive. It's
1: quite, it's, quite, it's quite worrying, for, you know. And I remember we, you and I spoke about it, I think it was uh, in October last year, um, about their plans, and the fact that we know that not just Barclays, but a number of banks have been hit hard uh, by this, uh, uh, this global economic uh, uh, crisis. So, um, and what's happening is that banks are very quick. They're always the first ones to actually give a signal of how serious things are. If you remember back in 2008, I, do, I don't have to mention, uh, you know, like the sort of Lehman Brothers and what happened there, which sparked the entire banking sector, and we realized that the greed has gotten the better of our of our bankers and now that all of a sudden everything just went into uh, went spiraling down and so this time again is is concerned it's concerned about its numbers and we've seen that even in the biggest as the, the, the biggest shareholder in Africa in there's restructuring is very very important for them so now we hear that they're going to be cutting about 1,200 jobs uh, across the world and they're going to be exiting uh, businesses and closing offices in countries around the world and this was confirmed by the CEO yesterday Let's remember they fired the CEO, the previous CEO yesterday, last year after they were not convinced that he knows the strategy of, uh, that they have to go through to, to make them profitable again. This is the power of what shareholders can do. They can dictate what happens in terms of management of the business. And so after replacing the CEO, Sakina, right now thinking talking about Buckley's Cash to sales and trading region will be, will be shut down. With the loss of jobs, of about 230 jobs will be done. The bank is also closing offices in Australia, in Taiwan, South Korea, Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines and Thailand. And so everybody's very, very concerned about that. But it is the strategy to make sure that the bank is profitable again. Will they leave Africa? Hmm.
0: Mm. Time will that tell. That is the conundrum.
1: Time that will tell, conundrum.
0: and it doesn't seem as though we'll we'll have to wait too long because no. there does just, uh, seem to be quite a lot of movement there. Uh, but but, yeah. but um, this African Development Bank energy initiative that we reported on earlier here on the show, what does it mean to us and the rest of Africa in practical terms?
1: There are a few things, and it's not concerns, it just things that I think that we, we it, that, that shows a little bit of a gap, Sakina, is that does it, it, the African bank's policy and, and its its monetary policy and, and its understanding of the African continent also take into, uh, into consideration the national development plan because those have to be uh, in agreement for this to actually work. It's a fantastic initiative. I mean, we're uh, talking about here about uh, $12 billion US billion to be used to uh, empower and, and give energy to South Africa, to, to Africa. But what's sad, Sakina, I think you and I will, will agree on this, is the fact that there's more than 600 million Africans who are living without electricity. Let's not get located, and no electricity at all. Uh, that is a concern for me in this day and age in 2016 that we're talking about, and, and I think it's a fantastic in, uh, um, um, initiative. What we will do, though, it will create a new platform for us to actually Transport and travel, and increase infrastructure development, increase access to information, increase uh, the way that we move around the African continent, and maybe even plan better for, uh, for better uh, for future plans in terms of how we bolster the economic uh, this African economic uh, uh, status. So it is exciting for me. For me, it is about making sure that Africans have access to everything. We know already that uh, this is the, going to be the uh, continent that gives more to the rest of the uh, global economy. The question is, can they do it without electricity? And the answer is no. And so that's why this initiative is very important and close to my heart. So it does open a window of opportunity for the African continent.
0: Well, that's it for this week.
1: It is that week, and I want to say See, babelele, it's almost the end of January. Good, Zima boss, but what a weekend! God,
0: and that sounded like a January was a weekend, but I'm sure it will be better next week. Thank you so much, our Mark and Les Clive, n'tosavantu Ramatibela.